0: Hello, everybody. This is episode 82 of the Running 44 at 60 podcast. And with me on the show this week, I've got Dave Andrew Arthur. Now, Dave runs Bizviken events. Now, if you've ever taken part in a Bizviken event, you will know that you've had a legendary day out with all sorts of quirky, interesting, enjoyable facets, great courses, great organisation so I'm really pleased to have Dave on the podcast. He's going to come and talk to us about some of the events that he's got lined up for 2022, including the Cornwall Running Show as well in April, plus a little bit of background on how BizVican started and all that sort of stuff as well. So you're going to really enjoy this just as much if you've ever been to one of Dave's races that you'll have enjoyed his race briefings and everything that goes with it. So let's go over and meet Dave from and Events. So, Dave, welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you on here from Bizviken Events. Now, how did Bizviken start, and how did you get that brilliant name? Okay, um, well, it's, uh, it's an odd story, really. Well, it's not really odd.
1: Um, what happened is um, I um, I worked hard for a, a year at uh, all the Grand Prix events, all the great Grand Prix races in Cornwall. Um, me and my friend, Andrew, we had this great little rivalry going, sort of every race he would beat me, and then the last race... <laughs> Um, or a a race, I finally beat him. And, um, of course I didn't stay in the funnel over the finish line because I pushed myself so hard. I'd actually pulled my groin and threw up going over the finish line. (laughs) So I ended up finishing above him, but in the results, I ended up finishing two places behind him. My fault. I didn't stay in the funnel. Anyway, I contacted the race director and the race director emailed me back along the lines of, I'd like to come to the next race you organize. So here I am, Um, (laughs) I thought, yeah, go on then. Challenge accepted. So uh, the idea of of Biswichen events, um, I remember in 1999, there was a book brought out uh, to celebrate Cornwall in the new millennium. And that was called Colonel Biswichen. Obviously it's a phrase that's been around for many, many hundreds of years. um, And uh, it means Cornwall forever. So obviously, take out the Kerno, and you're left with Biss Vicken. Sometimes when we're all running, it can feel like it goes on for a very long time, like forever. So I just <laughs> kind of thought, you know what? That's what I'm going to name my event company.
0: Wow. So what was your very first event then? Oh, Cousin Jack. Cousin Jack. March okay. 4th,
1: um, uh, sorry, March 5th it was, St. Perrin's Day, uh, 2016. Wow. And that was from uh, Cape Cornwall to St Ives on the Southwest Coast Path.
0: Yeah, well, that's that's great coincidence because it's happening again this year on St Piran's Day, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah. Just
1: over a week, weeks time, yeah, yeah. It's the first time it's happened on St Piran's Day itself since the very first one in 2016, which wow. is
0: nice. Wow, that's fantastic. Now the GP series that you've just talked about, clearly that's uh, you know, like, well, it is all on road and all that, but all your runs tend to be a real mix, don't they? So. Well, you know, have you have you kind of got this ethos because you've got some we're going to talk about your your runs in a minute, but they're all they're all got some really interesting, you know, tales to tell about them. They're all great courses. They've all got a bit of quirkiness about them as well, haven't they?
1: Yeah, I kind of believe that um, you know, a lot of us will run from A to B or we'll do a circular route and we don't necessarily know what we are running on the history of where we are. Um, I love Cornwall. I've always loved Cornwall, you know, with a surname like Andrew Warthor. I'm a pretty proud Cornishman. Um, so, why not combine my love of running and my love of Cornwall together and, uh, and, and just try and create something unique? Um, for me, it is about creating a, a unique experience for the runner. You know, if, if, if a few runners could learn something about where they are, the history of the route, um, and it's about bringing people to the area that may ne- ne- never necessarily have been there before. Um, whether they're from Cornwall or from outside of Cornwall
0: or they just want to learn a little bit more about where they're running. Now that, after that first one Dave back in 2016, you know clearly that must have been a success and, and spurred you on because you, you've done loads since then, haven't you? Yeah, we've done a few. Um, so it, it started out as kind
1: of a social um, uh, a gathering really. Um, I put sort of the feelers out on Facebook see if people would want to come along, raise some money for charity. Um, yeah, charge five, five pound or whatever as a minimum charge Throw it in a bucket. And we raised some money for the, uh, St. Earth Christmas lights fund. Uh, cause at the time myself and my wife were a part of the committee and of course, Christmas lights in a, you know, a village community is quite important. Um, so yeah, that was really good. So we raised just, j- just under 800 pounds for that. There was a, there was a hundred runners turn up, which I did not expect in the slightest. <laughs> um, well, 99 runners and a dog, um, <laughs> Yeah, what a day! Amazing day. So I kind of thought, you know, I've got something here. Let's uh, let's work from here. So um, after that, you know, San Miguel was born, and then
0: all the other events came after it. Fantastic. Well, we'll talk about some of them that you got lined up for twenty twenty two in a minute or two. But of course, you know, anybody who's taken part in any of your events, Dave, will know about your legendary race notes. And uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, uh... Uh... I'll, I'll, I'll save one or two words. <laughs> 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 but but also maybe maybe people don't know quite so much about you know your fantastic raising money for charity over the years because according to your website it's well over eleven thousand pounds you've raised isn't it yeah we're, we're about 11 and a half thousand just over
1: eleven half thousand pounds now um and that's been in the last uh, few years for various different things obviously we're not a massive commercial company um we don't you know we tend to break even way more than we ever make a profit um so of course when lockdown hit the first lockdown um you know i had a, a garage full of about a thousand medals from previous races um so we kind of just thought you know well, let's create uh what i called virtual insanity which is you can sign up to do uh, any you know a, a virtual 10k around your garden because you couldn't leave the house um and then we'd raise some money for the charity along the way so we did the, the nhs we had this idea called lapse on lockdown um uh, I, I, I got together with a friend of mine um Adrian, and we had this idea, and we thought, yeah, let's make it work. So, um, yeah, that, that really took off. Laps on lockdown, and it was a uh, biohazard mask in, in, uh, in a prison cell. That was the medal. <laughs> and, and it was literally laps on lockdown. People were going out, and they were doing a marathon. You could do a 5K to 10K, a half marathon, a full marathon. People were doing marathons around their garden. I did a marathon myself. I facebook live myself doing, like, five hours of running up and down the same section of garden steps.
0: Wow. So, so do you get time, Dave, to do any running yourself in amongst all your own events? Yes, not so much
1: at the minute. Um, I did, though. Um, uh, I, I tend to save myself now for, for the quirky kind of things because I put on quirky events. So I kind of appreciate the quirkiness. Things like um, like my favourite ever event I've ever done, Shepton Mar- uh, Mallet Prison Marathon. So 78 times around Shepton Mallet Prison. Of course, it's now a uh, disused prison whilst only used for um, for filming, uh, documentaries, drama series and things like that, and uh, tours. So 78 laps around uh, Wing A, Wing B and the Exercise Yard. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Well, well, as I say, we'll talk about some of your runs in a second. But I just want to touch off sir, firstly on the uh, the Cornwall Running Show, which is lined up for, I think, is Easter Sunday, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah, uh, Sunday, April 17th. Um, it's not the date we originally went for, but of course, you know,
1: COVID, uh, so we had to sort of postpone and come up with a new date. Um, it's basically to get together every single kind of element of of running in Cornwall, from, from running stores to personal trainers, massage therapists, nutritionists. Um, uh, we've even got a, a vegan uh, coffee van, which is uh, quite big in the running community we're, we're with some of us runners at the minute um uh, other event companies like mine uh, so yeah just uh, we want to build on this idea that a little bit like the national running show obviously smaller much smaller scale um, it's going to be at Heartlands in the wedding venue uh, so hopefully in years to come, we will have like an award ceremony where we'll have, we'll, we'll categorize like best Grand Prix races, best multi Rain series race, um, best other race, you know, best park run, that sort of thing. Just bringing together all these fantastic elements. Cause we've got an amazing running community in Cornwall, the people, the races, you know, uh, thriving independent running stores, you know, like run venture PB running for instance as well you know, HPT imbued. It's great. We once had nothing in Cornwall. Wow.
0: That's, that's, that's fantastic. So, I mean, I'll put some links in the show notes for this podcast, Dave, but how do people, if they want to come along, do they need to book tickets or something like that? Or
1: So the expo between uh, 10 30 and 3 30 PM or 10 30 AM and three thirty 30 PM. Uh, you can just turn up. Um, you don't have to have a ticket uh, for the evening. You do. And we are actually sold out, but I say sold out. All the tickets were free in this first year because uh, we didn't really have an idea of how many people would turn up. Um, so we have uh, 150 people in the evening uh, between 4 and 8.30 p.m. And uh, we'll have guest speakers, uh, so other race directors as well as myself. Um, anyone who's, who's come in who's ever heard one of my safety briefings, I can say it probably won't be the most family-friendly <laughs> part of the show, but it'll be worth sticking around for. as I last. Um, There are some fantastic speakers um uh Leah Afferson, poet on the run she's amazing um we've got Colin uh Kirk Potter who's uh who who is run venture running hub uh, and Stephen Cousins film my run I believe is coming along and doing a talk as well
0: fantastic so. well that that appears to be a, a great day uh, so that's Sunday April the 17th at Heartlands and uh yeah we will put the link to your website in the show notes so people can find that as well So here we are, we're recording this uh, just before Cousin Jack, so the end of February. Cousin Jack's on St. Piran's Day, March the 5th. It's a great. I can tell. Listen, it's a great course. It's a tough course. I did it in 2019, and boy, I think it was it was hard work. But it's a great day out. So um, I, I guess it's too late to enter that now, isn't it? By the time this podcast it is, goes out, yeah, it,
1: it, it's sold out already. Um, it's also um, I, I cut entries off two weeks uh, two weeks in advance just so I can get all the all the pre race admin sorted. Um, it gives people a chance to defer till the next year if they can't do it. Um, normally we would have an ultra run as well, so it would be uh, Saint Just, it would be Saint Ives, Saint Just, and then back to Saint Ives. But obviously, some issues with COVID and and venues and things like that meant that we couldn't hold the ultra this year. But fingers crossed for next year. Sure, sure. Thirty six miles of fun.
0: <laughs> now I noticed in May, then you've got this Saint Evel Kart uh, Circuit. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, I, I believe, I still believe, I haven't been
1: proved wrong yet, or found anything yet to suggest I'm wrong. But we may be the very only outdoor cart circuit marathon in the world. <laughs> wow! <laughs> that is based. That that, that that is what gave me the idea, the buzz that I wanted to actually do this, which is great. So there's a marathon, a half marathon, and a 10k. This would be the third year that the marathon and the half marathons happened. Um, so it'll be uh, forty-three laps around the uh, the kart circuit. Um, fantastic track! It's great to support uh, the, the motorsport community. The local motorsport community down here is uh, is brilliant. Um, be it go karts, stop car racing, yeah, fantastic. Just just make sure I'm just you know hoping that people their local
0: circuits. So I'm, I'm trying to imagine how this works. So 43 laps. So as a runner, I mean, crikey, I think if I was running, I'd lose count after about five laps. So how on earth do you know how many? Do you have to keep count your own laps? How does that work?
1: Like, yeah, we, we've got we've got a timing company that will come and do it for us. Uh, we used to stand around with bingo dabbers, and I'll tell you what, it was awful. We'd have <laughs> a eight people on timekeeping. Um, so, yeah, it's a real lifesaver. These, these timing solution companies are brilliant
0: oh fantastic and uh so other other pit stops involved you know if you want to change change things or uh, you know do you go into the pits and uh, get a refresh and then back out on the track is that how it works or you no, know, it's amazing we're, we're, we've
1: got two aid stations in a kilometer you know there's, there's, it's, not, it's unheard of <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh blimey so you could stop uh, what did you say 78 laps so you could stop 150 odd times or something and yeah goodness me right okay yeah, fantastic. And uh, is it just the marathon, Dave, around there? or Yeah, there's a marathon, a half marathon, and a 10K. Oh,
1: right, yes. The, yeah. the, the, the 10K will go off first, and the half marathon and marathon will go off together two hours later. So if you want to do the 10K and then another race later on, you could.
0: Oh, right, okay. Well, there's a challenge, listeners. Do the 10K and then do the, uh, do the, do the 10K as a warm-up, and then the marathon. And have you got something coming up, did I see, towards the end of October, potentially, at also another raceway event?
1: Yeah, uh, United Downs Raceway in St. Day. Uh, so last year was the first and what I thought was going to be the only time um, due to obviously it, its potential closure. Um, again, you know, its support in the local community. Uh, United Downs Raceway was one of those places that meant a lot to me as a kid. It was you know, one of I didn't have very many happy memories as a child, but going there on a on a Sunday was amazing. Uh, going to watch a cars of banger racing, um, but yeah, where else in Cornwall can you run for twenty five hours around a banger racing site? Um,
0: <laughs> it would be twenty four hours, but the clock goes back an hour during the race. <laughs> <laughs> now, I've got to ask you: Did I noticed that on your website? I'm, I, I was thinking I'm sure he must have deliberately picked that weekend just to add an extra hour to the event. <laughs> Yeah,
1: well, you know what? It, it, I, I didn't last year at all even realise it until somebody commented on Facebook. You do realise the clocks go back, don't you? And I would love to take credit for it, but no, it was just pure accident. But of course, now this year,
0: I can't do it any other weekend because I need that extra hour now, otherwise it won't be the same event anymore. I I think of, is it 25 13 and 7 are they the options for hours that, that you've got to run right,
1: yeah it would be 24 12 and 6
0: yeah yeah and I noticed the 7 because I thought oh yeah that well you know for someone like me the 7 is probably a target and I thought hang on a minute it starts at 1 o'clock in the morning the 7 hour one <laughs> yeah <laughs> fantastic because, but, but when you get to 2 o'clock it's 1 o'clock again of course it is yeah so oh, you. Gosh. So yeah so your first hour yeah you run for an hour and, it doesn't, and, and it's gone you know it's disappeared yeah. from the world yeah brilliant brilliant now the one the one I really uh, like the look of uh, Dave is in June June the twenty sixth the Smugglers Scuttler Five and I thought oh that sounds like a five mile uh, little trek because it's the five but no it's a half marathon so um, tell yes, us about that it's number
1: five I'm one of those people that like to sequel number my uh, my events <laughs> oh, uh, right. okay big, big movie nerd you know Friday the Thirteenth Part Twenty Seven I'm kind you know <laughs> uh, that's what it'll be uh, so yes so, so you start at uh, uh, Lands End. Uh, Land's End Landmark, um, right down on Peel Point, um, which, of course, the signpost isn't actually the end of the land. Peel Point is actually the end of the land. So uh, everybody starts there. They run to Cape Cornwall. They run to the top. They grab their loot, their contraband. So uh, they'll they'll, they'll get tea bags. They'll have to pick up tea bags, as silly as it sounds. This is the most smuggled things in Cornwall. (laughs) Tea bags, rum, coins and gems, and they'll have to bring it back. Um, they'll they'll collect it from a pirate, of course, still at the top of the cake. Because what would what would a uh, pirate event be without a pirate? And then they'll come back and
0: then they'll trade it in for their medal. Wow, that's fantastic! Now, so just I've got this right because I was reading up about this. So you've got to collect those four items, you and yeah. you and you've got to come back. And I did notice it said in the rules that if you drink the rum on the return leg, you'll get disqualified. You get disqualified, yeah. <laughs> 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 and and I also understand, Dave, that fancy dress is uh is kind of encouraged in that event. Absolutely paramount. Yeah, there's even a prize for the best fancy dress. Okay. Best fancy dress,
1: male and female. Which of course I'll choose at the start, because by the time that they have finished, half of it might be gone in the wind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's great, isn't it? Because that's a bit of a throwback in a sense, isn't it? Because I remember, you know, 20 30 years ago there was a lot of fancy dressing running and now there's hardly any, is there? So um yeah. Just a bit of fun,
1: you know. Yeah. Spend a Saturday morning at the sea or Sunday morning, sorry, at the seaside being mates, yeah. dressed
0: up pirates. Yeah, no, that's that's fantastic. And then, of course, in December, beginning of December, you've got Ford San Miguel, and um, I've you know I've got a I, I did this in uh, in December myself, and I you know I voted it one of my top. Well, I think it was my top one of my top three runs in twenty twenty one. It was a great day out, brilliant event. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, so that starts from Llan, um up on the north coast, and
1: it follows the St. Michael's Way National Trail all the way to, uh, to Marazion. Um, the original National Trail, of course, doesn't go over Trenkron. It goes around it. But, of course, what would be a running event without a colossal hill climb? Uh, <laughs> it would be cheating everybody if I didn't put that in. And, of course, the pointless hill at Ludford as well, which is everybody loves me for that. So last year, because I, of COVID, I couldn't use uh, Crom, which is the hill in the middle, because I couldn't get a National Trust licence because they weren't granting any events licences during COVID. So I thought, well, I was putting the pointless hill. So you run a quarter of a mile down to the bottom of Lodgvon to turn around to run back up. And then somebody said to me, wouldn't it be a great idea if you kept those both in next year? Yeah, so
0: I did. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, listeners, if you didn't take part in that event and you don't know about Dave's Pointless Hill, it is one of the legendary things in Cornwall running now, the Pointless Hill, because it is just pointless because when you get back to the top of the hill, you're at the same point when you went down it. So... (laughs) But the uh, one good thing about the pointless hill is you get to see other people in the race because you know they're struggling up the hill as you're breezing down it, and then it's all reversed and you're struggling up it and people are breezing down it. So uh, it's great. It's a great. It's a great part of that, and and also you know I, the beach finish as well. I thought the I, I thought the beach finish. You know, a tremendous way to finish a race. I mean, you really feel as though you've been in a run when you've done that beach finish. It's not the best beach finish, is it? Bearing in mind
1: it's sort of shingles and pebble, it's it's not a nice finish. And I keep everybody to the top as well, so they ha- they're they not allowed to run down on their flat, nice, lovely shoreline.
0: Well, the bit that surprised me uh, was I, I was trying to pick up a few places on that beach, uh, even though I was you know well down the field. But uh, when I came off the beach, I could see a few people there, and I didn't realise that was the finish. So I was kind of thinking, right, well, I come off the beach and finish. I must be getting close to the finish now. And there it was. So it was a kind of oh wow, great! <laughs> you come up these short
1: little steps at the end. Yeah, uh, so I, I did originally use the car park, but you know, running all that nice, lovely coast and trail, and then suddenly you're in a car park. It's a bit boring, isn't it? So yeah. I, I threw in the beach for yeah. your pleasure and mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, um, I'll put all the links, uh, Dave, uh, on, onto the show notes. So if you're listening to this and you don't know about Biz events, then go and have a look and get yourself booked into at least one of Dave's events this year. Um, come down to Cornwall if you, you know, make a weekend of it and uh, really enjoy it. And... Uh, yeah, you're, you're, the two reasons you'll uh, you'll enjoy it most. One is Dave's legendary race notes will entertain you for hours before you come to the run. And, uh, and as he's already mentioned, his safety briefings at the start, you know, are brilliant as well. No one can hear them, but they're great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great stuff. Great stuff. So... Um, so Dave, are you, are you doing the Shepton Mallet Prison Marathon yourself this year or what else have you am, got lined up? I'm doing up? it again, yeah, it'll be the third, third time, third and last because it's the last one they're doing. Okay. Um, uh, hopefully, if
1: they hold, this is Sussex Trail Events, um, they're they an amazing company, hopefully they will hold uh, the South End Pier Marathon again as well because that was great, 11 times up and down South Empire. Pier. It's just <laughs> fantastic. Um, and I believe they're also maybe looking at another car park because there was a multi-story car park marathon which was again 78 times up and down 11 <laughs> floors of a multi-story car park so that's the kind of thing um i'm looking forward um to doing uh, and running on chesil beach both ways so uh, portland to west bay and then back to portland because i don't believe anyone's ever done it before
0: so when you're planning your own events uh, like for 2023 which i'm sure you're already thinking about um you know, do you do you think right, well, I need a new quirky event and you're kind of waiting for that moment of inspiration to think, right, that's the war. That's where we could do it. Is that kind of how your mind works on these things?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, a race name comes first and then everything follows after. Race <laughs> name and a medal. I've already got medals decided for years and years already in my head.
0: Is that right? yeah well that's another part of the biz Vickin events is that you will get a finisher's medal like none other you know it'll be a tremendous souvenir to uh, to you know to re- reflect back on a great day so so dave thanks very much on behalf of the running community for doing what you're doing and putting on everything you do because everybody really enjoys your events i know that and you you know fantastic that you raise all that money for charity and i think the the development of a running show is a top idea you're really top idea so um you know, I must make sure I get there in some capacity myself. And uh, I know that the, the, the uh, trail and error podcast boys are going to be there, aren't they? So um, They are, yeah. I'm not sure what capacity
1: they're going to be there in just yet, um, but I think they will be floating around and uh, maybe doing something with film my run. Um, uh, I'm going on last. Uh, I think I'm talking at 7.30. Uh, hopefully everybody will be drunk by then. So <laughs> <laughs> it will be a lot easier to get through those those 30 minutes.
0: Well, I'm hoping that I don't. Really, I don't know Tris and Jay personally, but I've made contact with them, and they're and they're, they're planning to come on this podcast uh, quite soon as well. So, oh, fantastic! Uh, yeah, Jay,
1: Jay's amazing. Um, honestly, best sports therapist you'll find um, for many many miles. Right. Good.
0: shameless plug of my friend, but it's <laughs> all true, although the ultra Rider community will verify. Uh, that's fantastic. Well, Dave, terrific to have you on the show. Thank you very much for that, and uh, I will see you at Cousin Jack, and I'll uh, do my little bit to uh, make sure I um, do some decent marshalling for you at some point. So there we go. Fantastic. Great stuff, Dave. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. So there we go, everybody. (laughs) I knew that was going to be a fun recording with Dave. He's great value. His events are amazing. He puts his heart and soul into them, and, and he's continually thinking of quirky things. So if you want to do a run, if you're outside of Cornwall, come to Cornwall and book yourself in for one of Dave's runs it will be a fantastic day out for you very memorable you'll really enjoy it and you'll look back on it and think what a great thing that was so now if you like enjoying the runs and you like this podcast then please do share it please uh, you know leave a review as well that would be amazing you can do that via your podcast app just channel down on the on the event itself on the on the running 44 at 60 podcast bit and you can get to a place where it says leave a review So if you do that, that'll be great. Now, if you're also thinking, well, I could be a great guest, Trevor, on the Running 44 at 60 podcast, then do get in touch. Drop me an email, podcast at treverleemedia.co.uk. Just give me an outline as to what you want to come and talk about, whether it's runs, events, or whether you're a specialist that can help runners, you know, with coaching or treatment or whatever it might be. Um, because you know the idea is to keep this podcast going we try and produce an episode roughly every two weeks so that would be fantastic right I better go and uh, get ready because um, in a few days time I'm going down to Cousin Jack and I'll be one of the marshals on the event for Dave's race on St. Piran's Day so thank you very much for listening and see you next time